Hey, this is Jill and Kayla, and we are I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin. Today, we're going to be talking about a movie called Psycho Wedding Crasher. Woof. Yeah, that's Woof. an S- understatement. That's a fucking title right there. It is a movie about a psycho. On television. <laughs> <laughs> about a psycho. Some um, weddings. Boy, is it. But first, uh, at this point in us having released the podcast, you've seen our promo photos. Yep. And we need to give a shout out to our good friend Cass, who created all of the skinware mm-hmm. and props and guts and, and hand painted it all. I mean, it's incredible. Literally, literally made full intestines out of like marshmallow and latex. It's it's insane. It's I so good. I can't understand that it's happening. It's amazing. Yeah, she's an incredibly talented artist and, and just the sweetest human. Oh, just yeah, just America's sweetheart. Cass last name <laughs> on Facebook is Doomcock. <laughs> uh, I've been friends with her for years, and I actually don't think I know her last name because it's always been doomcock i think i might have it written down somewhere because i have an address book because i'm a person that sends out christmas cards typically holiday cards i don't like you and my grandma (laughs) (laughs) just an actual real address book yeah yeah so big big thanks Cass. we super appreciate you we super love you thank you love you so much also you should hire her for any gore work and effects yes you should uh, find her on Facebook, Cass Doomcock. <laughs> uh, that's about it for housekeeping, I believe. Yeah, that's also, it. Also, typically we record these and drink wine coolers. Ugh. However, we drank uh, our body weight in wine coolers last night at a show, so we are drinking soda pop today. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I am stony baloney for this episode, <laughs> so I definitely cannot say that I am sober. Uh, but I was definitely drinking last night, like, Prohibition Round 2 <laughs> was gonna, you know, like, be today. And, yeah, I I drank. Here we are. I'm alive. Yes. I had Taco Bell today. I'm getting there. I had two Jello shots last night on top <sighs> of other drinks. I also had a Jello shot. They were good. They, yeah, oh, they're they always are. They're always delicious. Yeah, fair. That's the problem. Problem exactly with Jello shots. Yeah. Uh, uh, just mixing food and booze rarely. Oh yeah, see, I didn't have well. any of the food, so that was the main problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditto. Anyway, just so that's where we're at today. In so pain. we are in Hangover Town, which I think is likely a place that we might come to again with this podcast. You yeah. Just- that's just kind of how it works. Yeah, um, hanging out in our jammies with our blankets. Yeah, we are hanging out in our. Uh, in our in our yeah. jammies with our blankets, yeah. actually, legitimately. Uh, yeah, I forgot I was wearing my pajamas. It's actually been like, if I was going to say what I want to do during Hangover, it's like, I want to eat crappy food, have soda, get high, watch a bad movie. Yes, and 100%. Th- we, we did that We're today. We're doing so it. It's, it's a good day. It's turning around. It is. Uh, right. So, Wyco, Psycho? <laughs> Wyco, shit, here we go. 
Flubbin so soon. Woof. Okay. Yeah, so here's Psycho Wedding Stalker. Uh, wedding Crasher. Shit. <laughs> uh, the problem it's is... That it's that good. It's that good. And with a little foreshadowing of stalking mm-hmm. in town. Do you have the synopsis this week? I do, yes. Okay, so number one, I have to point out, this movie came out last year. It is currently 2018. So it came out in 2017 on my birthday. Ooh, happy birthday, Jill. Thank you. Oh. So lucky. September 3rd, if anyone wants to send me a gift or some pizza. Um, the synopsis is, Dressmaker Jenna has always longed for a wedding of her own. When she meets the man of her dreams, Jenna decides to remove the one thing standing between them. His bride-to-be. Which is, Ba-da-da. all in all, not what the movie is about. No, really. no, I actually not not really at all. No. But that, we don't ever learn like we kind of learn that she longs for a wedding of her own, but not really. I mean, if if we we can once again for lifetime make those assumptions right. by by just building a story yeah. line for them, but no. She it's also not the meeting the man of her dreams is they show that in like a flashback. It's not something that quote unquote happens in the movie. Yeah, no. Uh and he's already married. So all in all, th- this synopsis is bullshit. So thanks lifetime. Yeah. Uh main psycho uh is Jenna, last name Kravitz. Yeah. It which is. is just I don't know. I don't know why, why it's so funny to me. Uh but n- no relation to Lenny. Uh that we know. That we know of. Uh, the actress's real name is Heather Morris. Yeah. She plays uh, the character Brittany in Glee. Yes, she does. And, She's fantastic on that show. And she was also a voice actress in Ice Age. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that's it's cute. It's cute. She is. Um, she's a fantastic dancer, and she's a. I would say a pretty good actress. This role, I it was weird. Uh, yeah, I because in in this in this movie, I would say that Jenna might. I don't know. Jenna kind of fell flat. Yeah, as a psycho it for was, me. Uh, um, and but also the movie, like how it was filmed. I'm sure it was filmed in Can- in Canada. A lot of these actors yeah. and actresses are, are Canadian. Uh, but it just it literally looked like it was filmed in the early 2000s. Like the it quality, did. yeah, was like when I found out that it was in 2017. I was actually I was pretty surprised. 100. I couldn't surprised. believe it. Um, her so her friend in the movie Marcy, like friend in quotes, I suppose. Her name in real life is Fiona Vroom. <laughs> like a car. It's amazing. And apparently, she doesn't really have much on her rap sheet, except she's no. in a movie titled Lost Wife of Robert Durst, which I cannot wait to watch. Oh, it sounds amazing. You know that's going to be good. If you've yeah, listened sure or if you've watched that show on HBO, The Jinx, that's who Robert Durst is. And uh, this is like a. Buy it like a a lifetime version of a biopic or something. I don't know what those are called. Yeah, she was in the most recent Power Rangers, and That's I think true. starred in an episode of one of the newest X Files. So she's still working. Yeah, absolutely. I think her career is just now. Well, I wouldn't say taking off based off of this movie, but she actually well, was good. Yeah, she was one of the the better actors in the movie. Sorry, Miss Room. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this takes you places. I yes, I absolutely hope so. Uh, the dude, J- Jason Cermak, he plays Glenn. Glenn, the the husband and uh, love interest, was in a movie on uh, Hallmark titled "Murder She Baked." 
a chocolate chip cookie mystery, which is one of many murder she baked movies, which is just the best thing I've ever heard of. I'm so happy that it's like a series. I it almost sounds like an episode of Wishbone. Oh fuck! You know, like it doesn't seem like a real. But the fact that it's a real thing, there's been enough money to make multiple of them. Amazing! It's very exciting. But I only refer to the character Glenn. Uh, real name Jason, as Goatee or Goatee Man. Yes. Uh, And that's pretty much uh, how I will be referring to him throughout (laughs) because it was so prominently horrible. It's all you could look at. Yep. Then we've got Robert, oh my God, Robert Salvador, who played Scott? Scott. That was his name? Yeah, that was his name. And apparently he's in this this popular show called iZombie. Yeah. Um, And then we've got Auntie... Auntie Daisy Daisy is that her name? Yeah, which yeah, she she's been in a bunch of shit. One character that she played was Princess Libido in a movie called Quark in nineteen seventy eight. I bet that's a classic <laughs> that we should we should check out. Oh uh, yeah, she she's just has uh, her biggest claim to fame is she's just in a lot of soaps. Yeah. Uh, the longest standing one was one called Knott's Landing that ended in the 90s, but she was also on Young and the Restless. Yep. Dallas. The Love Boat. Yep. Um, and... She's on an episode of MASH. Yeah. And or she, no, a few episodes, I think. Uh, yeah, she's actually a whole character. Yeah. Um, but I think that she was actually the star in terms of best acting. Because she played she believably... Like, she beast... Oh, witch yeah. monster. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh what is the what is the bad woman from Harry Potter? Oh. The um, headmistress or whatever. Oh. I don't I'm know. getting farther away now. That's all right. Uh-huh. All right. Well, so that's that's the people that are in it and what it said on IMDb. So the movie opens with the wedding of Glenn and Marcy. Yeah, and so, I'm instantly disappointed. Yeah, because this is not... One, the wedding doesn't get crashed. No. Two, they're married, and yeah. the synopsis said that she was trying to take him away from his bride-to-be. Yeah, so, so I, what I'm, is that? I was already thrown off because I... I almost thought that maybe this these weren't going to be the main characters. Right. That this was going to like show you how that this crazy woman uh, crashes weddings mm-hmm. and then you know see her, that happen and then see her meet other dudes. That yeah. all is a much better opening. Yeah. Lifetime, but that was not the opening. Of no this movie. one consulted us, so instead it was this movie. Yeah. Um. So you pretty much meet the four main characters right away. Yes. Uh, because her friend, uh, Chelsea, is her maid of honor. Right. And then Scott is Goatee Man's best man. Yeah. And so they, they get ready for the wedding together. And, and how they get ready tells us a lot about women and men. Mm-hmm. Because the women pop champagne and talk about their feelings, and then the men take shots of vodka. Yeah. And talk about fucking women. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's how we... college chases, and yeah. the ones that got away. Yeah. Uh, so it's just uh, so already. I, I'm not really a fan of of any uh-uh. of the main characters. Yeah. And Scott. One line that Scott says is, "I want to be in a position for when she makes her next mistake." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get uh, out. Yeah. Scott does play uh, the greaseball, very like well. bachelor. You know, professional bachelor. Yes. Super well. So he. 
his portrayal was definitely spot on. A hundred percent. And we also then meet uh, who will later become the psycho wedding crasher. Uh-huh. Um, who watches their wedding and their reception. And they're... they're it, I think you mentioned this before, but it does look like the most boring wedding. Oh, yeah. It's um, like in a hall. Most people are sitting. The no music is just like bland and no one's dancing. No. The bride won't drink because her mom's there, which never gets explained. Yeah, and she has a really awkward interaction with her mom where she approaches her and she's like, you know, oh, I'm so glad you can make it. And her mom's just like, I'm just here for you. Yeah. Like, I'm just here to support you, but that's, you know. And so, which is like, does she not like goatee? Guy? We like, never is really he a bad learned. guy? I mean, I guess they kind of tell us that there's a history with, like, the dad. Yeah. And so then maybe that's but why it's she pretty didn't unclear. Go. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but yeah. But I just wrote lame ass wedding. <laughs> lame ass wedding, lame ass mom, the two thumbs down wedding. Um, then the. Uh, Jenna, so she just, like, is at the wedding, but doesn't converse with anyone and just leaves because her Aunt Daisy sends her a text message that's like, where are you? And she's like, oh, shoot, I gotta go. And so she leaves, goes back to the house. Aunt Daisy, Auntie Daisy, how she calls her, uh, is already yelling at her. Oh, yeah, just like a rabid fucking dog, just... You know, what, what have you been up to? Why haven't you been working? Are yeah. you getting into trouble? You're just like your mom. Uh-huh. And when we meet her, uh, show Jenna, the, the blonde, walks into the house, <coughs> and the aunt has her back turned at the fireplace. It's very creepy. Caressing an Earn. Yeah, it's weird. And you're, oh, so it's like, okay, is she crazy? Yeah. Like, what, what's the dynamic here? Um, but. And it's her brother, which is Jenna's dad. Yeah. And we learn a little more about that later, kind of. But, yeah, but kind of not really, just. There's a lot of familial, uh, issues that are obvious and not explained even a little bit. Yeah. Just like. You're crazy just like your mother, and that's it. And we're just like, well, what are you, how, what are you talking about? Yeah. And their shticks are, is that they're dressmakers. Yes. And they have made the dress uh, for the bride who, Mercy, wedding, right. who's just at. Um, and so that's the business that they run out of their home. Uh, that's In the why, middle of the woods. In the middle of the woods. Yeah. In like a manor style house. Of course. Of, yeah. As, as you do, lifetime. And then for some reason, we do a flashback, and this is where we learn that Jenna is in love with Glenn, the mm-hmm. husband and groom, uh, because she was, like, carrying something out of the house and tripped, and he caught her, and she's like, oh my god, we're soulmates. Yeah, you saved me. It's very strange. So I wrote, he was nice one time, which means love. Yeah, just right away. Uh, instant obsession. She's also this really awkward character, but then she's also not at times. Like, she's not a consistent character, I would say. She's very all over the place. Yeah, and I think that's why she didn't sell me. And I'm sure it was that that's how they wrote her character to uh, be. I'm sure is, yeah. that she, as an actor, didn't choose to play this role like this. Uh, but mm-hmm. since they never really made up 
their mind, I never really cared about this lady. No. You know, like you didn't know if you're supposed to root for her or feel bad for uh-uh. her or what's going on. But yeah, she constantly just seemed like a, a deer in headlights yes. half the time and then the other half the time like a cool, calm, calculating yeah, criminal mastermind. Well, and then she runs into Marcy at the gym or something? I think that it's, we're supposed to think that she purposely ran into Marcy. Oh, sure. But is that where it is? They're, like, at a yeah, gym or yeah. something? Yeah, they're, they're at the gym. Got it. And Marcy's just like, oh, he- hello again. Good to see you. We just got back from our honeymoon. We're having another party this weekend. Get out. You should You should come. Uh, you're invited. And... Because I don't know you, but you seem like you need help, so let me set you up with my friend, is literally the yeah. premise of this. So, you know, like, you're so... <laughs> pitiable. Yeah. That I don't know you stranger, but I I'm going to throw you at a at a guy. Very sh- Oh, and then <laughs> they were at the gym mm-hmm. because she comes back to the house and Auntie Daisy is like, "Were you exercising? The only reasons that you <laughs> exercise are to either get over a man or to land a man. Land a man. And we know you're not trying to What did she say? We know you're not trying to get over one or something? Like yeah. you must be trying to land a man. Yeah. Wisdom from Auntie Daisy is just what I wrote Aunt down. Aunt Daisy just Dr. Phil in that bitch right in the foray again where Aunt Daisy yells at Jenna <laughs> every single time she comes home. Um, and then that's it because once again we're just hard cutting. Yeah. No sense of time. Uh-uh. Is this a matter of days? Is this a week? Like the only way that we know that it's in recent future is because Marcy's just like, yeah, I just got back from my honeymoon. So it must right. be like a week later. Yeah. Um, which means the, this boring-ass couple is going to throw another boring-ass party that all their friends are required to go to. I think that Chelsea, the friend, is throwing the party, like, for them Oh, like, congrats on your wedding that was last it's week? It's really That's unclear. All of it is weird. Yeah. But I don't want to go right. to this party. If Chelsea does host it at her house. That yeah. is, that which is wasn't clear. On. No. It's... You didn't know where you were. Uh, <laughs> she... Uh, Jenna gets ready for the party in the mirror. She has hand-sewn herself a dress. Yeah, the night be, before. Yeah, which must be tight to be a dressmaker and just, oh, I just made myself a piece of clothing that I yeah. can wear now. Like, that's cool. It is really cool. Um, but Jill and I disagree. I think it's a horribly ugly dress. I think it's cute. Uh, she thinks it's cute. So now we know who gets the dress if we ever get it's that me. prop item. It's Jill! So, it's Lifetime, true. if you could send that my way, that would be fantastic. Oh. Um, I, then, oh, we're at the party. At the party. <laughs> and it's, there's the daiquiri situation. Oh, God, the, <laughs> the daiquiri situation. What? These are the things that I focus on in movies. Oh, like, no. plot Ditto. points, couldn't give a shit. This daiquiri that has a salted rim and is 100% not blended and has, like, two ice cubes. No. What are, why? But it's also obviously melted. Like, yes. you, you can see the it's blender just... on the table that is just pure <laughs> melted liquid because it took so many takes, apparently, for them to walk into the house and be like, 
hi, my name's Jenna. Oh, hi. Right. Uh, would you like a daiquiri? Like, no, ladies, do it again. I, I didn't care for that. Like, let's do it. Until Why did they choose smell. a strawberry daiquiri as their drink that they would have I to don't. have in every scene? I don't fucking Why? know. Yeah, and, and of course, you're just and like, salted oh. rib. I mean, no. what? Yeah, it, but they're just making up everything <laughs> at this point. Um, but I do like how she's just like, I'd like a white wine. And uh, she's like, nope. You, uh-uh. No, here's a daiquiri. Strawberry daiquiri, which yes. is a recurring theme, which is just weird. Like, no one will let this woman have wine. No. Give her the fucking wine, she, man. Everywhere she goes, can I have some wine? And she mm-hmm. is given a beverage that is nowhere near <laughs> wine. Uh, then we go to a weird dream sequence that is, they don't indicate that until you're at the end. You're like, why is this happening? Oh, because yeah. she's dreaming in her head while she's at the party. Hallucinating. Where Glenn comes over and he's like, yeah, marriage kind of sucks. I love you. <laughs> no, we should run away together. And she's like, but I've been hurt. I've been hurt before. Right. And you guys seem so happy. He's like, it's falling apart. I love you. <laughs> it's been a week and I'm in love oh. with you. We're going to have to do, and I like at the end how he's just like, we're going to have to do some pretty terrible things in order to be together. <laughs> but once we're together, it'll be worth it. Totally. Um, And then they go in for a slow-mo kiss and she wakes up out of her hallucination face-to-face with Scott. sleazy Scott. Yeah. And he's like, uh... Oh, Marcy told me about you and she was right. You're beautiful or something. And then he's like, do you need someone to show you how attractive you are? Oh my the God. The fucking creepiest it's thing you could possibly so terrifying. Say. It just raises like Ugh. the hair on the back of my neck. It feels All of the red awkward. flags. Yeah, he just, he literally like, he looks oily. It's like, <laughs> it's like they just rubbed him in baby oil and it's like, Ugh. you're going to be a weird sleazy guy and he fulfilled it. Also, here's a vest that doesn't fit you. Oh, it was so small. <laughs> and it, see, because like I... You can't see me, so I'll just describe myself. I'm a, I'm definitely a, a bigger lady, and there's nothing that upsets me more than uh, just ill-fitting clothing, like, on my body. Mm-hmm. Like, either making me feel or look like a sausage. <laughs> and that's what they did to, oh, this, to this guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, not a, he's not, like, a big dude, but it created fat rolls from how tight the buttons were. We're straining against yeah. his body. Like what? It just felt uncomfortable. It was for bizarre. Him. Yeah, yeah, I felt felt bad for you, Scotty boy. And then I instantly didn't because he uh, took Jenna home with him, and he has like the ultimate bachelor pad. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. There's like footballs on the wall. Oh, and, like, it's signed so bad. jerseys. He has an electric guitar on the wall behind his couch, so you know he's not playing it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I mean, like, she's a piece of work, too, because she's oh, yeah. currently wearing another person's underwear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. She went into the woman's bedroom and stole some jewelry and then put on her underwear. Like, underneath her dress. Underneath her dress. And then when she heard Marcy and Goatee running up the stairs <laughs> to go neck like two fresh lovers... Uh, Which they have to also expose, like, they have to say that. They have to explain it. Like, we're just so in love with each other. I we just It's our honeymoon It's our honeymoon. Phase. We're, we're gonna fuck it on our friend's bed in oh, the wait. other room. Let's back it up, because when they're at the wedding, Chelsea gives Marcy a gift of lingerie, oh. and Marcy says, does this come with instructions? I don't even know how underwear works. <laughs> what? D- does the bra... D- do you Is that for the topper? Oh. 
Yeah, I see. I thought the bra. I thought the bra strap's something that you put your legs through. There's and two then, of them. I don't oh, know. It's it's so. But yeah. So she, Marcy's really. <laughs> so Marcy is so vanilla that she cannot handle. Uh, pretty kosher. She can't handle lingerie. <laughs> yeah. So, but she's totally one to have like sex in a house that's not hers at right. a party with all of her friends in their honor. But then she, because of that, has to say it out loud, be like, "Oh, this is why we're doing this because no. we're just wild. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's crazy." You're just uh, okay. So back to the bachelor pad one hundred and one. She again. She asks for wine, and he gives her whiskey. Mm-hmm. A huge, a lot of whiskey, and he's just shooting like yeah. whiskey everywhere. Which at this moment in time makes me want to vomit. Yeah. Oh god, it just looked painful. Oh, and then she says no, thank you, and he's like, "Here, I'll take the edge off," and he puts one tiny ice cube. Mm-hmm. Just one. Uh, you're fine now. That'll cut this whiskey burn in <laughs> half now. I mean, I think that that's actually maybe a little bit accurate like you can just put one oh. but still like she wanted wine yeah and so the one ice cube is not what you're what she's and looking it was for five shots of whiskey it too. really really was uh, whatever apple juice they were pouring <laughs> scotty was pretty into it because he was just yeah i think he i think he did like six or seven shots equivalent oh yeah in a matter of minutes yes. and then was like you want to play a game? You want to play a game? And then she <laughs> says, I'm terrible at games. <laughs> all of them. Tic-tac-toe. Bad. Risk. Uh, horse. All of them. Bad no at luck. games. <laughs> Operation. I got the handshakes. I can't do it. Uh, but it turns out it's sexy Jenga, <laughs> which I don't I don't know. I've just never been like, you know what we should incorporate <laughs> with Jenga? Sexy moves. Oh, yeah. Uh, so each, like, block has, like, a dare. Uh-huh. A flirty dare that you got to do with your partner. And Jenna goes first, and it's like, ooh, you got to kiss, like, the first player. And he's like, well, don't mind if I do. Takes off his outer jacket so you can then again see his tiny vest. Oh, his tiny. <laughs> Um, then, uh, she has another weird dream sequence where she drugs him and he, like, dies. Um, and then she wakes up and they start making out and she, uh, freaks out immediately and runs out. She sees there's a camera outside his house and she, like, rips her dress that she just made Mm -hmm. and, like, screams at the camera, help me, and then gets in her car and beats her face into her steering wheel. Beats the shit out of herself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just p- punching her face, slamming her head against the, the window and the steering wheel. I mean, just really giving herself a one-over. And, and it was it was funny, though. Well, I'm laughing because then she calls Marcy, and Marcy answers the phone 100% uh, upside down. Like, you can see the camera. Like, it's, it is obviously an upside down It iPhone. was the most satisfying moment of the movie. Uh, but she calls her, and she's like, Scott tried to assault me. Marcy's like, what? Come here. Come over to my place. He's not my friend anymore. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, which is cool. Like, they, you know, Marcy got her some ice and talked uh-huh. to her about it. And Jenna told her that Scott attacked her after she turned him down and just tried to leave. And Marcy's just like, man, well, he's not a friend of mine. You should report 
him to the cops. I'll support you on that decision, which is cool because literally Marcy and her aren't close friends. She's right. just an acquaintance. Yeah. So, I mean, props to Marcy's character just being 100% like, I believe you. We'll yeah. get you help. Definitely. Uh, so, you know, Marcy's a, a gem. And then Glenn comes home and Marcy explains what happens and Glenn's like, well, Scott would never do that. Mm -hmm. And then this brings up that challenging conversation of, you know, they've known this woman for five minutes and this is is nothing to do with the gender of who they're talking to, but like Mm -hmm. they've they've known this person for five minutes and then this friend they've known forever. His whole life. yeah, Yeah. Who he's trusted and seen him go through things like... How do you remedy that in your brain and, you know, you you have to believe the victim. Like, yeah. unfortunately in this situation she was lying and making it up. But in real life, like, you have to believe the victim because that, this movie is like yeah. the maybe 0.5% of cases, <coughs> if that. Like, exactly. this doesn't happen. No, and it was, it was pretty upsetting to watch that be like a big premise, like right yeah. from the get-go was like a fake assault yeah it was Um, really upsetting that was it's yeah it's just because it just gives credence to the people that feel like women lie about it all the time Mm -hmm. and that's not the reality it's so frustrating yeah and yes they like framed it as like obviously this isn't realistic but Mm -hmm. there are still people that are gonna watch it and think this is realistic and just be like see this is how women are yeah and and don't get me wrong jill and i also know that they're are absolutely insane women out there who are capable of doing terrible things. 100%. Uh, Women are just as able to abuse and assault and do horrible things. Uh, However, this portrayal of it was just um, poorly done. Yeah, everything was poorly done. Really, really poorly done. This is not a good representation of literally anything. Mm -hmm. Mental health. Women, men, I mean, literally anything. It was not a good representation. Um, But, so, he's like, I want to go over and talk to Scott, see what happened. Um, And then we get back to her, Jenna talking to her auntie. And it gets revealed that her mom killed her dad. Mm -hmm. uh, Auntie's brother. And then uh, Jenna's like, well, Dad was a monster. He deserved it. He was just like you. And then she kills her. Yes. She strangles Auntie with, uh, what are those called? Tape measure. Mm -hmm. The tape measure. Like a sewing tape measure. And it's off camera, but it just sounds like there's like wet meat (laughs) something around. Very weird murder. Yeah, they put a lot of really interesting special effect noises. The sound bites are strange. Yeah, I mean, they really felt the need that if anyone was at like a modern laptop to (laughs) put in old school click clacking noises. Like they were on like a... (laughs) 90s desktop it was it's just very bizarre um Um, and then she has like a mental breakdown which is also a weird i it was really funny it was was really not i can't imagine that's realistic like it was just so over the top yeah it's it's her sitting on the floor with the tape measures wrapped around her fists alternating 
between like screaming to just staring at the wall right. to crying to hitting herself. And I'm sure that like there's an element of that in a mental breakdown like you go through oh, like yeah, different sure. emotions but how she was going through it was like definitely not how that happened. And it, and it was, was very funny. It was funny. It, it was, was it was deadpan. It was like, not realistic. Ugh. Um oh and then so what happens next is we we see the outside of Glenn and Marcy's house, which is, of course, a McMansion, mm-hmm. because this is a Lifetime movie. Um, and Jenna at the party, or no, when she was over there talking to Marcy about Scott, she stole one of their house keys. So she breaks in. Yep. Uh, puts the panties that she stole from her, the friend's house <laughs> underneath the Fitted sheet of the bed. Yeah, and down by the feet. Too. So weird. No one who no one does that. No. Um, and then uh, snags the wedding dress and puts it on. And this is when we decided that Lifetime has uh, two closets: one for women and one for men. And if the actors don't fit into these closets, they are not cast. No, because she puts on the wedding dress <gasps> and it fits like a fucking glove. Oh. Just perfect. And they are different women. Completely different. They, height, proportions, they're everything. Just different. Um, so, you know, she she's looking at herself in the mirror and she has another fantasy mm. that uh, goatee shows up in a tux. Yeah. They get married. And then he takes the wedding dress off of her. She is wearing adult lingerie because she can she figure knows out how to put it on. How to put yeah. it on? She doesn't need someone to draw her a map. <laughs> and then they proceed to have sex. It snaps out of this dream with her underneath the covers in their bed, yeah. rolling around, and just she destroyed the bed yeah. with what we can only assume is vigorous masturbation. Yes, 100%. And ru- ruined, ruined the bed. Yes, and she's broken out of the dream state by Glenn coming home, mm-hmm. and she's just in their bed masturbating alone in their house. <laughs> with, like... Wedding dress. You've never on. done that. You never done that. That's not because I, I'm getting a little excited over here just thinking about it. It is obnoxious. And then somehow she has time to fake make the bed, fold yeah. the wedding dress back up, put it back in the closet, put her clothes back on, and because they have two different closets, Glenn can like, go take a shower and not notice that she's in his fucking house while she just spies at him through the crack in the oh, door. Oh yeah, and then runs out. And it's just giddy. So, yeah. Just giddy. high. Yes. High on this experience in her car. Just, <laughs> My goodness. And then Marcy comes home. She runs upstairs to potentially take a shower, which we know because she sniffs her armpit and is like, oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Realistic though. Yes. How many, I mean, I, oh, yeah, I, I, do that oh, I totally yeah, smell my armpits before. And then, but I usually, I'm just like, <laughs> Whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, like I'm just I'm like this. <laughs> I just want to know. This is just what I smell like. Then she sees lipstick on the pillowcase and comes downstairs and is like, "What's this, Glenn?" The and he's like, "Are you going shit? to a slumber party?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "There's lipstick on this pillow and it's not my color. I would I, never wear I would that. Never wear this <laughs> color and it smells like cheap scent." Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. And he's like, you're you're crazy. Like, I we just got back from our honeymoon. We've been married for two weeks. Like, why would I why would I cheat on you? She doesn't need a wife. She just she just wants to know. Um, so then she determines 
that he's fucking her best friend. That's what she thinks. Yeah, because she ends up finding the underwear as well after this initial confrontation. And the earring. And the earring, and she recognizes it as her friend's, which, I mean, this makes me feel like a bad friend, but I have never noticed any earrings you've ever worn enough to be like, oh, that's Jill's. And I would certainly not see black panties and be like, those ones are Kayla's. Oh, right. Well, yeah, the, there. Of all of my friends, how would I know who's Black Panties? Because I, you know, I, I strut around in my fancy lingerie all you're the right, time. You're right, I should this know. this is a female-hosted podcast, and that's what just what we do. Summer parties. Yeah, summer parties. Our panties. In our underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually, what we're doing. I, I sew my name on the butt. <laughs> so, that's how you know. Never mind. Oh, boy. That, that would, I think I would, I don't know how I would react if I did, like, find your underpants and they had your name sewed it's, onto it's, them. It's my name and then the day of the week. <laughs> it's, it's her, these are Kayla's Wednesday panties. So I know she was here yesterday. And it's Saturday. <laughs> uh... Which would be extra funny as well, because then it would mean you'd been wearing them for four days. I mean, why bother changing? <laughs> I I managed to get Wednesdays on my body. It's just going to stay there. <laughs> All right. Uh, then, uh, what? Oh, and so, so she goes over to her friend's oh, house yes. and confronts her, and her friend is just instantly pissed off, as I think any of yeah. us would be. And, and... You know, Marcy's just like, well, how can you explain this? And her friend goes, well, Glenn is probably just a panty sniffer and a thief. And kicks her out of her house. (laughs) The best explanation, (laughs) honestly. Which is kind of believable, because that, I mean, he looks like a a creep. Yeah. But she also doesn't say that it isn't happening, which I love. Like, it actually is never explained if it's not happening. Like, it could have been happening. Possibly. Um, That's then the sequel. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but it we can't anymore because uh, then Jenna, she finds out, like, her and Marcy chat about it. Because now they're friends. Marcy cause... kicks Glenn out of the house because it's confirmed at this point for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenna goes over to Chelsea, the friend's house, and she's going to write this super explanatory email to Glenn from Chelsea about how their uh, affair can now be public because everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Chelsea comes home and uh, Jenna's like, oh shoot, Marcy sent me here, grabs yeah. a letter opener and then chases after her, which everyone in this movie runs upstairs. It's this fucking oh classic trope of needing, she's right by the front door We're and she chooses the, the stairs. You still have your purse, you have your car keys on you. What like are you, can you get doing? You can drive away from the situation, or you can hit this lady who's trying to kill you with your fucking car. But stop running upstairs, people. And she dies. She gets yep. she gets stabbed with a letter opener, and then Jenna... in a silhouette scene. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's really the best. They're just gutting her. Oh yeah. Uh, aside from the upside down phone, that was definitely my favorite scene. Yeah. Um. Then Jenna goes and grabs Chelsea's phone, takes a picture of her boobs. Sends it to her Scott. Dead boobs. Yeah, her dead boobs. Ooh. Sends it to Scott and is like, come over. And he's like, I'm on my way right now. Because yeah, I guess that is also mentioned a couple times in the movie too, but I guess Scott always had a big thing. Oh, yeah. For Chelsea, the friend since college, and Chelsea always turned him down 
was never going to give him the time of day, and they were just friends. Right. So he thinks that he finally got his big score. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, if I were him, I'd be more worried about the fact that a lady is lying, saying I beat her to go chase some poon, but not Scott. Scott not Scott. Scott can move past He's that. He's got priorities. Yeah, he can categorize his feelings. Yep. Then he shows up. Uh, and sees that she's been stabbed, and Jenna's behind the bed and shoots him dead. Yep. Um, and then frames it like it was a lover's quarrel. Exactly. Like, he killed her and then killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets the fuck out of there and goes home and essentially, uh, she, she finally goes to the urn. Oh, yeah, and throws her dad away. And, yeah, and and puts the ashes in she, the toilet. And she says, ashes to ashes, flush to flush. Flush to flush. <laughs> and then she goes, bye, daddy. It's and so just flushes him, flushes us down. Um, then the cops call Glenn first because he's whoever Scott texted last. Yeah. And this is apparently how the law works in Lifetime Movie Network. Lifetime and or Canada, which is all incredibly unprofessional. Really bizarre. Probably. Because he just like reveals everything that's happened oh, yeah. in the murder to Glenn. Yeah. And Glenn's like, well, maybe someone's pranking us. <laughs> <laughs> You've been pranked. <laughs> uh, then the cop comes over and questions um, them, Marcy and Glenn. Mm-hmm. Together. They get back together because they're so brokenhearted. He's, I think Glenn at one point says, you lost your best friend. I lost my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Maybe the, maybe the reaction that Goatee gave Marcy... <laughs> Was convincing because he wasn't like super broken up about his Neither best friends. Of them. Yeah, um, and her friend and the woman he's having an affair with. So maybe when he was just like, "Oh no, man! Like it's cool. Well, it's you know, this is a great romantic way to seg back into our relationship." Oh yeah, and she's like, "Oh, he didn't really seem to care about Chelsea, so maybe he wasn't fucking her. He maybe like like likes me. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe he what? It was just sex, and you know, there's no. And that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, it's totally cool." Um, yeah, she seems like that sort of a person that she'd be fine with that. Uh, then the cop goes over to Jenna's house and questions her, and she, and the cop just takes this, but she just gives him a bunch of theory. She's like, well, I think Mm -hmm. that Chelsea was blah, 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 and it's just a real throwaway scene that I didn't care much for. Yeah, because Marcy, in her interview, mentions that there was actually recent history of him being violent. Towards another right. woman, and that's how the cop found uh, out about the Jenna situation. Um, I think the only reason why that scene was there is because I think they wanted to show that she was hiding her aunt's body in that trunk. Oh, that's right. Because at some point he sits, like, this cop just, like, yeah. sits on this trunk, and she, like, kind of gives it a look, like, oh, don't open that up. And then when he who, leaves... Who would open a trunk? Like, who opens a fucking trunk? I don't... I do. I've opened every trunk in this house, Jill. <laughs> There's a trunk in every room, Shit. and I have gone through it, and you should be embarrassed with what I found. I am. Um, and so once the cop leaves, she, talking to her dead grandma, I mean dead aunt, is just like, look at you, just always trying to get attention. And then drags the fucking trunk... 
out of somewhere. Frame. I um, I don't even know where she puts it. Yeah, but it's definitely been at the very least twenty four hours. But oh, I think well, it was a couple days. It's after, been longer than but that. But like, yeah. a cop would walk in and immediately smell a fucking dead corpse. Yeah, just that a Trump's rotting not fucking corpse. Stopping the smell. Like, what do no, you? No, I'm sure there'd be flies at this oh point. Like, it's there's Ridiculous. there's no way. Then uh, Jenna calls Marcy and is like, uh, I'm just really broken up about stuff. Like, I, I this is really hard for me. And Marcy's like, oh, do you want me to come over? And she's like, yeah, totally. Uh, do you want to bring your wedding dress? We can uh, preserve that. Which is mm-hmm. a, apparently a thing that people do. Like, I don't. I don't know much about wedding culture, I guess, but yeah. you apparently can preserve your dress, and she's just preserving it, like, three weeks after she gets married. Yeah. It's just bizarre to me. I don't know. Like, yeah. I only. Know I mean, go it. for it, but I. it's just a weird thing. Yeah, I only know about it just from my, my mom, my mom's weddings, and then uh, other, uh, mostly, I, I have a lot of family weddings, so mm-hmm. I just have a big family. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's, like, so, I just think it's an odd thing to do. It is. Like, you, why do you need to keep it in pristine condition, like, the day that you wore it? I don't know. Um, for, for memory, but. I mean, but, like, but then just keep the dress, like, because, like, know. once you get it preserved, you're not supposed to take it out of the box again. Oh, so, like, the I mean, maybe for one day, like, someone else to wear it, but that doesn't seem to really happen anymore. No. Because people are like, no, I just want to fucking pick out a dress that, yeah. that's for me and my style. I right. want to stop wearing my great great grandmother's fucking wedding dress. Uh-huh. Like, don't do it to me. My mom wore a sweater and a skirt. Tight. Yeah. Very comfortable. I don't think she preserved it. <laughs> <laughs> But I kind of hope she did. I bet she's regretting it now. (laughs) (laughs) Lesson learned. Uh, So she comes over, and then Jenna serves her what I titled Killer Tea, (laughs) uh, because she passes out, and then Jenna throws her in her trunk. Mm -hmm. uh, After after Marcy figures out that it's her by, after having a hug after girl talk... Yeah. Uh, she smells her perfume. Oh, that's right. And remembers that mm-hmm. smell from her sheets. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on here? It's her. And uh, as she starts to confront her, she wobbles away and is passed out from whatever drugs Jenna mm-hmm. slipped her. Uh, but I just really like how she drags her fucking body out in broad daylight. Oh, Out yeah. the front door. Yeah. Wraps it in a sheet, but you can obviously tell, like, it's rope around it, so it's in yep. the shape of a body, and then just stuffs her in the back of the trunk, broad she, daylight. Not only is it in broad daylight, but how, she's so buff. Yeah. She is so buff. Ripped a shit. Um, then Glenn is looking at, he gets, like, the pe- the pictures back from the wedding, and mm-hmm. he finds a picture of Jenna at the wedding, and he didn't know that she had been there because she didn't talk to anybody, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, what? And so then he goes to her house to confront her, um, and, uh, oh, I wrote, she's so buff because she needs a man, but not to open jars. (laughs) (laughs) That's just hitting that gym, trying to land a man, got those fucking murder, murder guns attached to her body. Uh, and he goes to the house, and she has already driven off with, uh, Marcy in her trunk, 
And then she puts Marcy in the car and drives the car off a cliff. And what's interesting is Kayla and I, before we started this podcast, watched a Lifetime movie together. Uh, it was it was horrible, obviously. Uh, Too and, horrible to do even do a podcast. Yeah, about. maybe we'll revisit it on like our hundredth episode. Or I something. hope to God I never see that movie <laughs> it was again. So bad. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's like this clearing in the woods in that movie, and I'm ninety nine percent sure that it's the same clearing in the it, woods. It has at to this be because it has to. I mean, you got to think about their budget here. You know, they've blown, yeah. they've blown it all on McMansion rentals. Absolutely, they've blown it all on cakey makeup and hairspray. So they got they can't like rent now like a beautiful canyon or no. no. So they got to find whatever free hole in the ground that and they and, found. And they it. found it. Um. So she drives her off a cliff and heads back to the house. Uh, unlucky for Jenna, Marcy just like gets out of the flipped car that catches on fire and walks away and makes it back to the house. And a big old action explosion yeah. scene. They, that's, they what, actually, that's where the money was. That's where the money was. <laughs> yeah, this car blew the fuck up. Oh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get back to the house and Jenna has set up a stuffed animal <laughs> wedding for her and Glenn because in her mind, Glenn is just waiting to marry her. Yeah, because when he when he gets to her house, she she hits him over the head with a crowbar. Oh, that's tie, right. Ties him up in a chair and uh, sets up this wedding, and then comes out. In, in the, the lady's wedding dress. wedding dress, which to me is once again like, why would you want to wear that woman's wedding dress? Like she made it. You're a fucking dress. Make another like. She made that dress. dress for herself in one night. Like you can totally. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have. I have no clue how much labor hours go into making a dress. I'm assuming it's a lot, and I'm assuming my mom. My mom made one, and it was like months yeah. for sure. Yeah, you know. So yeah. it's just like I, I feel like even the most skilled seamstress could have like put together. And the Singer that. sewing machine that she was using is like oh, from a 1920s. Definitely, I, like you're exactly sewing a say. blanket. You're yeah. not making a fucking wedding yeah, dress. It's you not need, electric. It's foot pumped that it, you have to like not, wiggle it. Serger, like, come on, man. Yeah. Um. Then Glenn calls her crazy, and Jenna says, "Why does everyone keep saying that to me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know, Jenna. I don't know. She's like in another woman's wedding dress. With, with, her her fucking, <laughs> with her stuffed animal. animal party, which, by the way, is a much more entertaining wedding than the first one we saw. Oh, it really this is. This is a party that I want to go to. Fun. Oh, man, there's there's <laughs> drugs here, there's stuffed animals here, I, I'm into it. Um, and then he says, I'll never love you, you're just a pathetic dressmaker. <laughs> which, I, I mean, I didn't realize that dressmakers were like this lowly <laughs> profession that... It can be, you know, it would be more like, you killed my friends. Like, I would never be with a murderer. I'd never be with someone who killed my wife. It's fine. It's just like, she makes dresses. I would never be with a dressmaker. Really? Really sorry to all the seamstresses out there because this movie is not for you. No, apparently you don't get to win the goatee, man. Mm -mm. Um, Then she grabs a butcher knife. And holds it upside down ahead of, uh... Oh, yeah. Blade in her face. Totally. Um, and then she pauses before murdering him because that's what always happens in a movie. I don't... I don't really understand why. Uh, 
And Marcy had, she had hitchhiked <laughs> to the house. The mm-hmm. lady, the lady, I have hiccups all of a sudden. <laughs> and we're not even drinking. <laughs> I know. Uh, I never drink soda, maybe that's Oh, that's why. probably it. It's she hitchhikes, cute. and the woman that picked her up just, like, drops her off. Jenna comes outside with a knife. Knife behind her back. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so good. The knife behind her back. And she's like, what do you want? And the lady's like, oh, oh sorry, sorry, bye. Oh, yeah, and this is like some little old grandma. She's like, oh, I, I just, I just, I just picked up this hitchhiker and like, like she seemed like so something sorry. was wrong and, but, bye. Yeah, hope so you're so okay. Later. And then Marcy, uh, like a fucking goddess, just comes through swinging. Oh, yeah. Tackles, uh, Psycho Jenna. Uh, the knife gets away, and at first I thought it was going to be, like, a really quick fight scene, because those are the other ones that we've had in Lifetime. It's just one and done, and yeah. it's over, and everyone wins. But they actually wrestle it out for a little bit, uh, and Jenna gets kicked in the face. With a heel. With a heel. Oh, it looks When Marcy tries to run upstairs oh again. But luckily, they did. They just had the fight on And she uh, throws a, a fl- flower pot on her head. She <laughs> passes <laughs> out. And Mar- Marcy's like, ah, oh, she's dead now, so I'll just go save my husband. And, like, she's totally gone. Oh, We're yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Then she gets him out. They come back. Jenna's missing, but the cops have showed up. And that's about the end of it until it cuts to... Yeah, fades to black. You think the movie's over. Uh, Glenn carries Jenna over the threshold for the first time ever because they didn't do that before for no reason. Yeah. And, and for some reason, Marcy is now turned into, like, this super But I mean, they, it's literally, they're in the same clothes, they're all beat up, they obviously just came back from the hospital, and Marcy is just all of a sudden like, oh, that sounds like fun, let's do that, and oh, it's like, yeah. Marcy's never sounded like that at any point also, in the movie. Also, she just lost her best friend, yes. he lost his, yes. she still probably thinks that he maybe was, like, she's probably getting over the fact that now she knows he wasn't cheating on yeah. her. Uh, and she was almost murdered and was driven off a cliff. And right? she's just like, <laughs> let's just, like, go have sex. It's totally fine. Carry me over this threshold. Everything's fun. Here's the um, beginning of our new life. And then over, but not, once again, we come back and a photographer is at a wedding. Uh-huh. Snapping photos. And she goes, Katie, can you, uh, can you help me with something real quick? And then lo and behold. It's Jenna. It's Jenna. Who is really staring at that oh, room. Oh, yeah. Because he loves her. Because he loves her already, and she knows it. And the cycle begins. Oh, my goodness. So, and that was that fucking what movie. A movie. So, yeah. so intense that it made me have the hiccups. <laughs> uh, it, uh, I just... Yeah, this movie, it was just more, like, for me, it was just more annoying. It was. Than, like, anything. Like, there was nothing that really enraged me outside of the norms, which was... Right. They're all wealthy white people. Yeah. Um, just who only have, like, stereotypical white wealthy problems that right. we're supposed to relate to. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just a bunch of, like, played out sad tropes on... Crazy women, women, you know, becoming enamored with this guy and going to any th- any lengths to kill it. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just it was kind of like a wah wah wah. It was so out there that it just didn't really 
have any weight to it, like, yeah. one way or the other. It was just really whatever. Yeah. Uh, the ant was, like, the shining star <laughs> just because of how oh much of a bitch she was. She was great, yeah. yeah. She really, she really spoke with the fury of a thousand scorned lifetime movie actresses. I would, I would like to see a movie based off of Marcy's mom. Oh, yeah, because... That was never really explained. That, they just that said that her dad explained. cheated on her mom and left. Uh-huh. That's it. That's, that's all we know. And, and, then, and then she killed him. No, Marcy. Oh, oh, Marcy's parents. Yes, yes. you're right. Sorry, I was thinking about Jenna's... Right. parents because yeah. I feel like that could be a movie too oh yeah about Jenna having a crazy mom and maybe she came from them. a line of psycho wedding crashers well you know that women's in in like hysteria is inherited from our mothers right like totally. I you know and then she from hers yeah totally so totally. you know it's it's why I'm not having children so I don't pass on my special breed crazy <laughs> into the fucking world um, so Kayla, how many fleece blankets would you give this? Oh. <laughs> Woof. So I would say between the quality of it, which was super poor, like I said, I thought it was filmed in like 2002, <laughs> to the bad acting, to the terrible plot, uh, I'm gonna give it two and a half stars. Ooh, so, I... Excuse me, two and a half blankets. I'm going to give it two blankets. Oh, and that, okay. That feels like a stretch, yeah. to be honest. Well, I was about to say the point five is really just because of the ante. Yes. And that's it. That's fair. Like, if the ante wasn't in it, oh, man. Maybe yeah. one. Maybe one. Yeah. yeah. It, not suggested. No. Um... So that was the movie we watched this week. Mm-hmm. Yet again, we don't know what we're watching next week. We'll decide in a few minutes. Based off of no parameters, we just kind of pick it out of nowhere. It would be cool if I w- will be able to drink next time. Yeah. Uh, I, it, this, was, this was a totally fun, like, stony day. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I, right now I'm having one of those days where I'm like, I'll never drink again. Right. <laughs> like, and I'm like... I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just not like this. Hopefully for a very long time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So catch us next time with Unknown Movie. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I won't have the hiccups. I hope so. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Download our episodes. Leave us a review. Follow like us it, on social it. media. Look at our I want to wear your skin. Uh, yeah, enjoy all of our gutsy photos. And mm-hmm. Also, join our email list so you will find out exactly when our latest uh, podcasts air (laughs) and any other weird shit that we do, we will send it your way. Totally. Mm -hmm. So, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we're I I Wanna wanna Wear wear Your Skin! Bye! Bye!